What's up, everyone? Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised a Geek. This week, we talk about the finale of Secret Invasion, and we discuss if we're more or less pumped for the Marvels coming out here in November. So let's get into it. I'm Chris, and as always, I'm here with my buddy Don. How we doing, man? Chris, what is up today, my friend? Uh, I'm okay. Everything's all right. Yeah. Lazy Sunday. Lazy Sunday at the end of August. Dog days of summer are here. End of July. What did I say? End of August. August. Oh, okay. Well, it's the beginning of August. Uh, they all feel the same to me. <laughs> this uh, after Fourth of July, summer just is like a bunch of hot days, and none of them are like very consequential. It's just hot and long. But I can't complain too much because you know when it's cold, then you want to then like you regret not enjoying the hot days. Yeah. Uh, and then when it's hot, you're just sitting there like. I really want those cold days back, so I don't have to go anywhere. Right. I think do uh, anything. Friday. Except now we're so hot that it's mm-hmm. kind of almost like I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. It's too hot to to be alive. To live. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I never go anywhere and do much anything. Uh, Friday this past Friday, our buddy had like a his birthday party outdoors, and that shit was sweltering. <laughs> like I had little beads of sweat running down my back. And like I wore jeans because at night in the summer, like mosquitoes like to bite me. So as I'm sure I'm not special, I'm sure they bite everybody <laughs> at night in the summer. But I wore jeans, but I was just like, I'm so hot. Is it mosquito bites or sweating your undercarriage off? Either it's a lose lose either way. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> outdoor parties. They'll get you. Man, I'm telling you. I went to an outdoor wedding in like July. Mm-hmm. It was hot. I'm sweating and I'm just like, oh my God, what are we doing here? Remember our friend's wedding in Las Vegas like 20 years ago, wasn't that? Almost 20 years ago? Probably. I just remember sweating so heavy in like that big suit, like wearing a suit in the Las Vegas sun outside. That was brutal. Was like, yeah, July like, or nobody, whatever. Nobody touch me. I'm sweating. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. not going to move. Yeah. Like this be- wedding, we should have been wearing shorts and t shirts. Peter, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So, another MCU show has come to a close. Another one? And do we even know what the next one is? Ironheart? No. I think Loki's coming out this year still. Season two. Mm. Uh, I think in November is still the plan for that. Okay. Yeah. Why wouldn't they... Loki seems more summer show. Maybe. Where this one with with this one kind of tying in with the Marvels, you'd think they'd want to like this one end and the Marvels be out. Yeah, they maybe could have flip flopped them. But unless unless they're doing a delay because of you know uh Jonathan Majors. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. We we still don't know the outcome of that. Like, is he still the your guy? Is he still a part of things? Like I think when they were advertising for uh, Quantumania on like digital, he was nowhere in the promotional no. for it. So it's like, okay, is is he still? I know he's he's still having court cases, and I think his ex girlfriend in that case maybe got like found guilty for whatever, and he's like been exonerated, but still, you know that whole all that stuff is still very complicated. It's still whatever. Like people, he's still out dealing saying, with it. He's still dealing with it, and 
But I mean, so, but Loki 2 is on the calendar for November, so I guess we'll kind of wait and see. I know they there's some kind of trailer supposed to be coming soon, or at least a teaser trailer, probably with like Miss Minutes again. Um, mm. But yeah, that's the next one. Okay. Yeah. It'll well, be the first, I think that's the first season two, actually, of any of these shows. I don't think any of them had a second season. And most of them aren't supposed to, so Loki might be the first. Yeah, I think you're right. Season. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Like thinking mm-hmm. it through. Yeah, that's interesting. That was the one that wasn't going to get a second season, wasn't it? Yeah, I or I mean, I don't know. I think most of them kind of they seem like they're one and done, or we're going to wait and see how it goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because the thing with these is the story just keeps moving, so we can get the shit resolved from these shows just in a movie like we saw scarlet witch again in dr strange so really what are you going to do for wandavision season two you know what i mean yeah Uh, um, so who knows we ever going to see vision again i know right his his white self just flew away and we haven't seen him since for like three years haven't been talked about they didn't even talk about him in dr strange did they no i think no he hasn't been mentioned i think there was like rumors that his next appearance might be Armor Wars if they're still doing Armor Wars show. Um, I think I read that somewhere, but I don't know. It'd be interesting to see him pop up. MCU's weird right now, and I'm sure we'll talk about it. Just the whole feel of it is strange. It's not. It's not as. It's not as like tight and a cohesiveness as it once was. So like you can forget what's going on real easy and where we're supposed to be. What's going on? What's the next thing? I don't know. Anyway. I think ultimately, mm-hmm. these shows were a bad idea. Hot take. Like. Hot take, Chris. Yeah, I mean, just overall. <laughs> and like I said, we'll get into this one specifically. But like when you really are looking back and you think about these shows, you're kind of just like, what did we get out of them? Maybe maybe Falcon and Winter Soldier was probably like the most consequential, you mean? Yeah, like that one led to the crowning of a new Captain America, which then they can move forward with. So you're like, cool. Mm-hmm. WandaVision did lead lead into Doctor Strange, but it, I don't think it was what anybody really wanted. WandaVision or Doctor Strange? I don't think anybody wanted Doctor Strange to be a sequel to WandaVision. Okay. Right? Mm. depends on who you ask i guess i guess i see i wanted dr strange to be a sequel to loki well i mean yes that would have been better but multiverse of madness i'm still waiting for the aftermath of loki Mm -hmm. to matter right so like we had this really cool so now they're gonna we've already had now how many other multiverse movies now we're gonna go to loki season two and go back to where it should have began but didn't like, I don't know why they didn't tie these together better. Yeah, no, I feel that. And I kind of get what you're saying. Some of the shows seem inconsequential. Obviously it all boils down to money for one. It's just another way to get content out easier instead of making a hundred movies. A lot of it, I feel like is introducing, just trying to introduce some characters. Yeah. Which you had to do. She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel. Where were we ever going to see these guys pop up in a movie and give them their proper time? Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, I mean, I I can sit here and honestly say probably I've liked less of it than you know I I've liked it. What's what's the right way to say this? Like I haven't liked it as much as I thought I would. These shows, um, I've liked some of them. Some of them are standout. Some of them are good. Some of them are just okay. But some of them, some of it's just like this isn't great TV, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm a Marvel backer. I like. I always have tried to be, so that's tough to say, but it, you know, you gotta be honest with yourself about these things sometimes. You're like, dude, and it's, some of this stuff stinks, but it's okay. <laughs> Not everything's gonna be perfect, but uh, yeah, well, and sometimes we are looking at a 10 year plus journey here, and there's a lot to try to remember. As like you said, what the hell happened to White Vision? Mm-hmm. How many people forgot White Vision was? I mean, how many casual viewers who watched oh, WandaVision man. said, or even thinking about that or even will remember when he does pop back up and be like, what, where the hell did he come from? Who's that? Yeah. That, that show's going on like three years almost. So it's been. Yeah. And even, you know, even it's... like we talked about Loki season one finale. I mean, that's already been a couple of years. Is anybody thinking about that? Right. Exactly. So, it's just a weird thing, but we were talking about this last night as well with star Wars shows on Disney plus and just Disney plus in general what it's doing and i know these shows aren't really working out for them the way that they started to and are and they're not they're not the subscription getters as they once were of just like i need to subscribe to disney plus so i can watch secret invasion that's why they were dropping secret invasion on hulu and that's why they're putting miss marvel on abc yeah yeah they definitely did feel different at the beginning like I, I had to have it to watch WandaVision, and I needed to see Falcon and Loki. Yeah. Since then, it's like, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's it's on. I'll watch it. All right. Well, this is a great precursor to showing where we're headed. Talking about Secret Invasion. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we did we did talk about the premiere, which I know we both spoke pretty positively about the the premiere. We did. Mm-hmm. And now the show's over. We haven't really talked about it again. Um, even personally, we haven't really talked about this. I kind of watched most of it this week just because I didn't watch it. I watched the I wasn't the biggest fan of the second episode. I thought it was kind of boring compared to the setup of the first. And then I watched the rest of this week. And um overall, I did like this show, mm-hmm. but it wasn't very good. <laughs> Something can be those two things at the same time, I guess. Yeah, like I uh, I enjoyed it, and there were aspects of it. Um, and I don't know if this is exactly where to, where to throw it, but I was excited, and it's something when we've talked about this show before, I was excited for a ground, street-level, Nick Fury, secret mm-hmm. agent. That first episode made it seem like we were getting, like, Winter Soldier. Gave me Winter Soldier vibes. We had, like, Mission Impossible secret agents doing stuff and like going undercover and covert operations and stuff like that. And then it turned really quickly into not that and just turned into kind of another Marvel show. And I think that was my overall where it's just like, Oh, okay. I'll watch it. You know, and I was entertained. It was well done, but there was just so much they could have done to make it better. And just so many of the decisions I felt that they did in the show, which we'll talk about a lot of the twists, I don't think landed well for me. Um, 
as hard as they wanted them to land and it's all in the execution of how they did it mm-hmm. so it's like there there was a good blueprint for what this could have been and they just kind of mcu'd it they phase board it you know like verb. yeah <laughs> they just kind of did what they always do with it and it's kind of frustrating in that way but i did overall enjoy the show like i thought it was well done um i liked the overall concept the idea the story okay but um yeah i have my my gripes okay yeah i hear you i kind of have um similar feelings like i was talking to my wife about it because we finished watching it last night um the show entertained me. Mm-hmm. I was entertained. Like I always said when it was coming on or there was a new one, I was like, oh, there's no secret invasion. I'll watch it. I was like, ah, it's a chore to watch. So I sat and watched them, but I agree. It was not the best. Uh, it wasn't that great. <laughs> it wasn't that great, It but it was watchable. Yeah. If, if, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? It's kind of the same thing you just said. Um, there are a lot of problems with it. A lot of things that don't make sense. Uh, that first, I think it kind of became one of these shows where this happens in shows a lot, I feel like, where they, they put like all their effort, or it seems anyway to us, they put all their effort into this pilot mm-hmm. to like make it um, look shiny and polished and exciting and all these possibilities that could happen with this show. And I feel like somewhere between the pilot and the finale, like that vision got lost, kind of what you just said. And yeah, the show did just become something that it wasn't in the first episode. Like we were sitting here talking about the first episode, all those things you just said, how we were excited about the espionage and the yeah. uh, the Nick Fury finally getting uh, his due and, and a, a show that's going to make you feel like you're watching Winter Soldier. Just yeah. But, um, and then in this last episode, like spoilers, obviously spoilers for this whole series. Oh, yeah. It's just another it's just another big you know superhero fight in the sky punching each other again like i didn't want this show to become this like but it is i'm watching i should have known (laughs) how they all kind of happen um yeah but i i i I liked it i didn't hate it but it could have i just my ex i'm disappointed that my expectations kind of weren't met with what i thought this show could have done and what what the expectations they set with that premiere. Right. You know, it's not like it's just me wanting it to be more like if, you know, everybody wanted Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield to be in Spider-Man and then they just weren't. And everyone would have been like, oh, my God. And everyone would have hated that movie. Kind of like, you know, uh, Multiverse of Madness. And, you know, everyone ended up like not hyping themselves up and then when it wasn't what they wanted it to be they freaked out this was like i just i had no expectations going into this i kind of really was not even interested right like i was not hyped to watch this and then i watched the premiere and i was like okay i'm here for this i like this and then it just kind of went from there so yeah yeah the the key words you said there too about like second episode and third and even fourth and so on just like a lot of it was kind of boring in the middle um yeah uh, unfortunately for me, just like talking about stuff that just, I don't know if it just was the way they're telling it or the way it was put together, but it just like wasn't interesting enough. Some of the stuff and like the ramifications felt small and I don't know, it just, 
secret invasion you're you're thinking this this could be huge like we were talking about they could have based a whole phase off of this if they yeah. wanted to if, were, if they would have constructed this in a different way and made it way cooler and like connect seeds way back to movies before but i mean we'll talk about it now like the big scroll reveal in this i feel like they knew from the beginning they were going to do it of this show like what we got to do is somebody that the viewer knows and has liked through the years we're going to tell them they're a scroll like okay who do you want to do i don't know just pick anybody how about Rhodes? we haven't seen him in a while and all right we're going to do roadie and then at the end of this they're like he's he's been a scroll for a long time you've been down here he can barely walk so they asked the director even in an interview later like how long has he been a scroll and he said i think since around like a civil war that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard like that doesn't make sense one because you didn't plant any seeds and anything that roadie's been in since then so you're telling me in civil war in uh, infinity war and end game and he was even in I think Falcon Winter Soldier for a scene. He's mm-hmm. been a scroll in all of these. Um, but there were no clues. You can't, you know what I mean? They they made it like impossible to pick up on that. So like all the grief he felt during Infinity War and Endgame for Tony dying, that was a scroll just pretending, you know what I mean? Like to have real grief for his best friend being dead. And and now you're telling me real roadie doesn't know Tony Stark is dead. You gotta you guys are gonna have to tell him. You're gonna have to tell them that Sam Wilson's Captain America. You're gonna have to tell. So you're telling them like all this. It just, it's just very. Messy. Did he get blipped? He missed that. I don't think he didn't get blipped though. Did he? Because he, he was in. He was in. I, let's look back. We, but we'll I mean, I'm just. I just mean in general. Like I'm think talking about the roads that just came oh, out of his ro- cage. The roads. He missed been, all of the blip. Well, maybe he did get blipped. Maybe he was underground in that cage and was blipped and just came back in eight eight years later in the same spot in the same just like telephone booth i don't know yeah no it doesn't make sense and you know what's even worse about that is the fact that the director said i like to think it was here Mm -hmm. which means he doesn't know right which means nobody knows it's not defined right yeah they didn't know they just said exactly what you said hey yeah we haven't seen roadie in a while this will maybe lead to armor awards let's Let's do it. And then it just opens up this Pandora's box of what? And then my my problem was with even that reveal was it almost felt like they didn't reveal it. They just kind of were like, here it is. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't any like moment to like feel it. There was no moment. I wasn't shocked. I wasn't anything. I felt nothing about it. Like they revealed it and I was just kind of like, okay. Yeah, the only moment was, I think, didn't he, like, wipe away some fog from the mirror and, like, yeah. it was scrawl and then he was roadie. He's like, that's the big reveal. Like, that's very anticlimactic. Super anticlimactic. I was just kind of <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Like, you didn't, I don't know. I mean, there's there's ways to do that. But, I mean, if you're going to do a thing like that, just because you do it doesn't mean it's a twist or it's shocking. You have to, like, build to it. It has to be crafted in such a way <laughs> to make me... Actually, well, even like what I'm the, the original way that you kind of thought about it was when, um, and this kind of ties in with another one of their twists that they did that I felt that wasn't handled properly. But like, I think the first time, because I remember thinking when uh, Priscilla, Nick Fury's mm-hmm. wife, who we found out he's married in the show, Scroll Wife, 
when she got a phone call from mm-hmm. you heard Don Cheadle on the phone. You heard Rhodes on the phone say, come meet me at this church. So then you're like, okay, he's working with the scroll. So that's your first thing. Like, is that how, because my initial instinct was, okay, he's a scroll because mm-hmm. he's working with Gravik and the scrolls. So that's how you reveal it. Like, yeah, you show me it with the condensation at the thing and I see it and it's confirmed, but he had that whole scene at the church telling her what Gravik was. There was no and to reason, kill the theory yeah huh? yeah like there was no reason for that to like that di- didn't make sense as to why colonel rhodes was doing this like there was no build-up or setup as to why he would be talking why he's all of a sudden working with gravik why you know there was no build-up as to why yeah saying he's a scroll okay cool that makes sense but it right. just doesn't like there's there's i felt nothing i felt nothing about it like no, it didn't, didn't it just didn't work no and i mean marvel's done good reveal twists in these shows before so i know they're capable of doing it and of yeah. course these are all like separate directors and separate teams doing these things i just don't think feel like this one was crafted in a way that had any gravity to it it's just kind of like like you said like oh okay is that supposed to mean something to me am i supposed to care um well And the problem with this show across the board, and it's kind of a joke that you made uh, earlier, is the Skrulls have been in one movie. Mm -hmm. They've been in Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. They treat them like they're so much more important than they've been handled in the MCU. Like you said, Secret Invasion and the Skrulls should have been its own arc, its own phase, that this is what we're dealing with. And by the time it hits Secret Invasion, that's when you're calling the Avengers in. Like, that's that's what this should have been. And that's how they wanted you to feel like it was. Like, they were like, oh, the Skrulls. But then it's like, I don't feel, I don't remember who these people are. I don't remember who Talos was. I knew he was in Captain Marvel. I've never seen him again. So I have zero feelings for him. And half of that movie, he was a bad guy. And it wasn't until they revealed at the end that he was really a good guy. So it's like you really had zero time with him being a good guy. But I'm supposed to care about Talos like he's, you know. Like he's Maria Hill? Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. So it's like none of the, like, uh, Skrulls, Kree, like when they talk about the Kree, I don't remember what the fuck a Kree is. Aren't aren't they like... um... Ronan, the accuser, isn't that his race from Guardians? I, of the okay, I think yeah, I think or, you're right. Yeah. Um, they're supposed to be at war with each other, but I, I totally agree with you. They 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 want you to think as a viewer of the the scroll problem and the scrolls issues as this big huge thing where it's barely been talked about, and like Nick Fury keeps talking about it. it's been running his entire life basically. How come he's never talked about it? How come every time I see Nick Fury, all he's doing is trying to get the Avengers together to fight Ultron or or whoever? Yeah. Um, so it's like you're you're trying to tell us that this has been consuming his whole life, and he's been married to a scroll this whole time, and and he has this whole other life outside. Which I do like that part. I mean, it's sweet that he gets to be a show. Nick Fury is kind of a normal person. He's had a wife, and he's he does things, and it's all very complicated, but. He's a real person too. I mean, I, I get that, but with what you're saying, yeah, they, they they want us as the viewer to think the scrolls is this huge problem. Well, they just shoved it all into this little six episode show 
and and tried to make you feel like it's this big event when really it's just kind of like back to that word again just boring yeah well we talked about in the first episode like i don't remember talos so like nick fury like you could tell they wanted me to feel things i didn't feel anything they Mm. killed talos felt nothing i was just like oh okay i didn't care did not care I like I, I cared because Ben Ben Mendelssohn's a great actor. Yeah, I mean I enjoyed him, but I mean I didn't care about that character and it was so up and down. Um, I wanted to care about Priscilla, you know, uh, Nick Fury's wife. But the way that they revealed her, they showed the scroll chopping things. Then you showed Nick Fury walk into the house, and then she when he walks into the room, she doesn't look like that anymore. So we know she's a scroll. But in my head, I'm like, oh, does he know? Mm-hmm. is he married to a scroll and he doesn't know it like that's crazy but then like they never really revealed like so then all of a sudden i'm thinking like okay she's got a secret like what's going on but then they never really did a reveal on it so it was like and then it was like the next episode i'm supposed to care about her like deeply and i'm like well i thought she was a sleeper agent until about three minutes ago <laughs> so it's like there was just no builds to them I thought they did a good job by the end. I, I genuinely did care about their relationship by the end. And I mm-hmm. thought they did a good job. They had some good conversations. The two of them were great together. Um, but it, there was so much cloudiness and murkiness with her introduction to me that it took me a long time to like let down my guard and be like, okay, she's a good person or a good alien or a good character. Good a- she's a good alien. She's a good alien. Um, well, we had bad and we had good aliens. So it's just one of those things like where people. it's like there were there were ways that you could have introduced her, but introducing her in a way in which you're showing us that she's a scroll, but then you're hiding it from Nick Fury. So then I'm asking the question, did Nick Fury know? Right. And I'm trying to figure that out more than I am what's happening on the show. I'm asking myself these questions. Colonel Rhodes, I'm a scroll. Okay, well now I'm thinking. I'm now I'm not paying attention to your show because I'm thinking back. When could this have happened? How did this happen? Because you didn't tell us how it happened. Because you don't know how it happened. You're just saying, "Hey, here it is," and it's just it's shit like that that's just annoying when you don't want to explain things in your writing. Like you're just right. like, "Hey, it'd be really cool if Rhodey's a scroll." Okay, make it make sense though. Don't yeah. just don't just like throw it in there for. Or like I said, I feel like in the in the writers' room at the beginning of this show, they they the directive is someone that we know from the MCU has to be a scroll. That's going to be our big thing we're banking on with this show. Let's shock them. Let's whatever. They picked a guy, Rhodey. That's fine. You want to do that though, but figure out a way for it to make more sense. You know, mm-hmm. don't just don't just kind of tell us that that's what happened and then not have any like. You know, you know how in school when you were doing homework, they're like, show your work. Like, show yeah. me the work of how you got to your solution yeah. before, before you try to make me believe these right? things. Um, so, yeah. so, I mean, I'm assuming now that Armor Wars is going to be... Trying to explain this. <laughs> trying yeah. to explain what happened here. Um, probably, yeah. Because uh, that should be starring... Don Cheadle as Rhodey, and I guess it'll just be the aftermath of of Secret Invasion. So probably, I mean, it has to be. If you're yeah. telling me he's been in a hole for ten years and he's yeah. missed most of the MCU, yeah, then he has to be. Yeah, they're probably scrambling right now, figuring out how the hell do we make all this make sense. 
um, on this show now. Someone's going to have to tell him Tony's dead. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Are we going to see that? Like, it, right. yeah, they're trying to, they're trying to answer. They're just working backwards and it's, yeah. it's yeah. bad that they're doing that. Um, coming back around to just this show in general, what'd you think of like Gaia as a mm-hmm. character, Emily Clark, Amelia, Amelia Clark. Yeah. Um, just kind of her role being Talos's daughter and kind of the sleeper agent, but it was obvious she was, were we supposed to know she was a sleeper agent or were we supposed to think she was a bad guy? Well, she was like a double agent, double agent. Cause didn't she like keep going back and forth? Kinda. Like she was with Gravik at the beginning, but then like Talos, who was her dad started talking to her and she made it seem like she was with him, but then she kind of turned on him or didn't, or made it seem like she was, but she was really with Talos the whole time. Yeah. And once Gravik finally kills Talos, she's like out for her revenge. So uh she kind of bounced around. They made it a little hard to understand and follow, but as a character, I mean nothing, nothing much to her. I mean, Amelia Clark, I knew when she joined the MCU, she was gonna try to kind of be a player, like she's a writing the fame of being in Game of Thrones for so many years, I didn't think she was just going to come into this world to like just be a little side character. So you knew she was going to play somebody important. Yeah. So then I guess in the process, they made her the most overpowered character that the MCU has now for some reason. Yeah. Um, somebody running around who's going to be able to have the powers of Captain Marvel and Drax and Mantis and the Hulk. <laughs> it's like, come on. Uh, what do you do with her now? Um, yeah, they needed to. <laughs> they needed to destroy each other or something because yes mm-hmm. if if the there's already a complaint that captain marvel's too overpowered and that's why she's not in stuff because she just flies that's in why she, that's why she wasn't in endgame till the end because she could have or she wasn't in infinity war because she could have ended it all supposedly yeah. you know what i mean so now you have someone that's not only captain marvel mm-hmm. but everyone else yeah, all of them all of them, everybody. She was walking around <laughs> with Groot arms and Drax arms, which looked hilarious. Yeah. Um, yes, I I hated all of that. Okay. When we sat there in episode three and Gravik said, we're going to end this by, by becoming super scrolls," I rolled my eyes so hard, I was worried they were going to get stuck. That is, why would they do that? And I'm, And I'll walk you back. And you correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they make fun of that at the end of She-Hulk? Yeah, that's was it, didn't around. we didn't we come to the end of She-Hulk and the the main villain wanted her blood so that he could become a super villain, mm-hmm. and then she said, "Wait, wait, pause," and she came out of Disney Plus and went into the Disney writers' rooms and said, "Is this really what this show's about?" And then Secret Invasion was about that. Yeah, Secret Invasion. Yeah, like I, you were yeah. making fun of the fact that all of your properties' plot is this, mm-hmm. and then you come back and do it. Yeah, like, and then on top of that, that I mean, it obviously is. I mean, it, then we basically just rewatched Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Falcon and Winter Soldier had the exact same plot, but it was done at a street level and at least worked better as they were trying to create a new Captain America, and then you had the terrorists that were trying to become super soldiers. See, like, we already did this. A so this is, what you're, this is what you're, like, bringing the, the scrolls down to, is that they're looking for 
random vials of everybody's DNA in a hodgepodge with no explanation. Like everybody just wants to be some version of like the Hulk or Captain America. That's what all the bad guys are aspiring yeah. to do. I guess. Um, yeah, it's true. It's true though. I think the comic, the Secret Invasion comic, was did kind of follow. Super Scrolls were in there. Yeah. So I get them kind of trying to do it, but yeah, I. I uh, it's a trope that's being done, been done too much, and like you just said, you guys, your own show made fun of it. Yeah. For overdoing it, and we all had a good laugh about it, and then what? Three or four shows later, you you do it for real. <laughs> it's it's. It's kind of yeah, funny. you don't need it. You didn't, and you and for this like story that you're telling, you didn't need it. Mm-hmm. The scrolls were already invaded and were like next to the president, and the whole plot was that they were trying to start World War Three, so then they could like end the planet. What in the world did they need to be superpowered for that for to do? Super Why did they need superpowers? Super villain mentality, man. They just gotta, they gotta be super. They gotta be super powered, so then they can fight the Avengers when the Avengers finally come. Because for some reason, Nick Fury wouldn't allow them to be part of this, even though the president almost got assassinated in in Russia. You don't think Sam Wilson would have been like, oh, let me fly over there and see what's going on, right? Uh, <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like you didn't need. That and I mean, if they would have explained that and said, "Hey, well, you know, we need to be prepared for when the Avengers come," but they already can fucking shape shift and disappear and reappear and do whatever they want. So, yeah, keep keep their powers like that. They're more threatening like that. That kind of. I am tired. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired of the generic superpower of yes. just being whatever, like unkillable. Un- unkill. Yeah, you're just invincible. That's just everybody's superpower is just invincible when it ultimately comes down to it. And it's just like, okay, we've seen it. Yeah. Like the fact that this show culminated in just two superpowered people throwing themselves through wreckage mm-hmm. was really disappointing. <clears throat> no, I, I totally agree. I didn't think it was going to come to that. I didn't want it to come to that. That's what these too many of these shows do. And like you, like you just kind of said, the scrolls as a race and evil you know cell under gravic they're threatening already enough like i said their power could just be keep morphing into people and and cause chaos that way and and like you said start world war three that's enough story why why yeah. why the why the big five minute fight in the sky i don't know i it, it didn't look terrible i mean the fighting was okay it was a little confusing um, like I said, I was just kind of laughing at how overpowered Gaia is now or yeah. was. And um, another thing that didn't make sense to me, maybe you can explain this to me, and that whole buildup of that fight, which was Gaia impersonating Nick Fury mm-hmm. down in that basement or over. Why did she give Gravik the powers? Why did she give him the harvest? So they could have that fight? Why would you do that? Why would she do that? I have no idea. I, Why wouldn't she have just busted in there as fucking juggernaut or the thing or whoever she wants to? Well, she needed today? she needed the machine to get the powers because she got the powers at the same time as him. Oh, is that how? Is that yeah. what it was? So she needed the machine to get the power. So her plan was that I'm, I'm going to pretend to be Nick Fury. Okay. I'm going to give Gravik the harvest. 
-hmm. and I'm going to hope he turns on the machine with me in it. So I also get those powers because if he decided to like throw her out of the machine and get the powers, like, I don't know why he turned on the machine with Nick Fury in there. That was already confusing to me anyway. I'm like, okay, he's just turning it on. I was already confused by the fact that Nick Fury came into Chernobyl dying of radiation. Like I'm watching all this going, what is happening right now? Like, why did he come in here? What was he negotiating? Why did he bring him the harvest to begin with? Like, what was he trying to stop by giving him the harvest? Like he knew, but then they did just this, like said twist in which Gaia was really Nick Fury. I guess it makes sense. He he had to turn on the machine with her in it to give her the powers too, but it's like That's a oh, gamble. Yeah, that is a gamble. Like he he that didn't have to go down that way. And if it didn't, now you just gave him all the Avengers powers. Yeah. So uh okay. I it kind of makes a little more sense to me now, but I was like, why would she why wouldn't she just go down there and like kill him? But I guess he was kind of unkillable already. He was unkillable already because he had whatever powers he needed to not die. And so she, she was though. unkillable too. So, I mean, she could have right. marched in there and just fought him. She didn't right. need, nobody needed to have harvest power. She was on, she already came back to life once. Right. So couldn't she have just walked in there and said, come on, Gravik, let's do this. Like you didn't need superpowers. You didn't need to risk him having the harvest. And if the harvest was what his main goal was mm-hmm. to become all powerful then why was he even wasting his time trying to start World War III? To wipe out the human race. He could have just done it afterwards. Yeah, he could have. Like, hey, let's not bring all this attention on ourselves. Let's just go on this mission to steal the harvest, because I know it exists, Mm -hmm. and let me superpower myself, and then I'm just going to lay waste to the human race. Like, why? Would have been a lot easier. It would have been a lot easier and he probably would have got away with it it's just like i said it's one of those things where every decision that was made i kept going why yeah and i didn't have an answer and that was my overall problem i loved the dude i thought the guy who played graphic was good uh, oh yeah he, he had i thought the casting speech. was he great. Had a great speech there at the end too graphic like when he was yelling at nick fury in that circular thing when he yeah, was yeah. like finally getting mad and getting all his points out i thought that was good scene like good dialogue good yeah. acting uh-huh. Like I said, I was distracted during that with Nick Fury dying of radiation poisoning, and I was just like, right. "Why did he come in there?" <laughs> right. I knew yeah. about halfway through. I was like, "That's Gaia." Like I, I, I figured it out that okay. part out. So like this doesn't make sense for him to be doing this for Nick Fury just be handing him the harvest. It has to be something else. Um, and then but I knew course- that, but that like that was how they set up what he was going to do. Like I'm going to get the harvest at my gravestone. And I'm going to turn into, it was really weird watching this, this giant like montage of him putting on his Nick Fury gear Mm -hmm. for then the next scene to see him just like hacking up a lung. Like you never saw him do anything with it. And then was that Gaia? That was Gaia. Gaia was the one who went and got the harvest and got dressed. Oh, Mm, no, no, I don't think so. I think this, they did a, they probably worked out their plan like off camera. Okay. He, he oh yeah, that she could she could shape shift clothes on, right? So she could look like him. Sure. Okay. It's just we're working it out. We're working it out as we go. As we go, we're working it out. Uh, so yeah, it was. 
there was a lot going on and then not enough going on at the same time. Yeah. Um, but like I said, overall, this, this is where it came with. I'm like, I liked the show, but it yeah. wasn't good. No, that's a good way to put it. I think, uh, I, I, I agree. I, I'd never find any reason to watch it again. I was entertained enough as I was watching it. Like I said, didn't hate it. There's, there's been some of these shows where I just didn't like them at all. This isn't, wasn't one of those to that full extent. Yeah. Uh, but I, I guess the word is just kind of like disappointment in, in what I thought it could have been. And that's just kind of where we're at. So now is Dermot Moroney the next big bad? Is he? I was waiting to see, like, is he just going to be the president in the next few projects? Is that how you got him? I mean, he's not a no-name actor. He's Dermot Mulroney. He's got to be, yeah. be in a couple more of these. Uh, well, I mean, he they ended, the sh- they ended the show with him basically straight up calling war against the Skrull. Right. And Nick Fury's basically saying, I'm disappointed in you mm-hmm. for doing that, and that wasn't mm-hmm. the right move. I don't know. I and the president's going scorched earth. So, I mean, is this, is he the bad guy in the Marvels? Are they going to talk about this again? Like we, the United States has a president that's hunting down aliens. We have like fucking vigilantes just like gunning people down in the street, thinking they're scroll. That's chaos. Yeah. He created anarchy is created. Are we going to talk about that again? How many things happen in the MCU though, that like they start, but never finish. I know like, there's a giant eternal. <laughs> there's a giant eternal in the ocean somewhere that no one's even thought to fucking mention. Yeah, uh, it starts at the ocean and it reaches into space. There's a giant <laughs> statue that's miles high, and nobody said shit about it again at all. Um, not a mention. So, is this going to be one of those things like the scroll invasion? I think I've seen I've seen some like promotional screenshots from the Marvels where like. There's a bunch of scrolls in the background, and they did kind of say that's going to be kind of a a lot. What happens in the Marvels is going to be direct impact of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I, I want to. I'm curious as to how much this will reverberate, and is it going to matter? Really, are we going to be you know dealing with scrolls in in more projects, or are we just kind of like, eh, just kind of like let's forget that kind of happened. Let's let's get into armor wars and just make people like roadie again forget he was a scroll guys he's back and blah 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 blah. you know what i mean uh so i'm wondering if this is going to be one of those things probably you know i don't don't see i don't see a need to bring any of this back outside of the fact that like i said you ended it with the president turning its citizens against them so does that mean you don't think we're going to see guy again because i kind of set up her up with olivia coleman's character to like they're doing kind of a uh julia louis dreyfus little secret thing where they're like we got the puppeteer and the puppet over here kind of going to do our, our own thing on the side do you think anything's going to come of that though they they kind of sent them off in a car together i mean they they want you to think there was but i mean i struggled with even understanding what olivia coleman's role was in this so i don't know how to tell like she just kind of came out of nowhere and they just started talking and i'm like am i supposed to know who this person is she was a bright spot during most of the show. No, she was. I, Olivia Coleman's a treat. Yeah. Like I, I, I yeah. have no no problem with her being there. I have no problem with her scenes. I really just wish I would have had some kind of. I guess she was just the British Nick Fury doing the same thing for mm-hmm. the MI6. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she just was always had stuff going on and was in the right place at the she just was where they needed to be. Right. Constantly. But I never knew how or why. With some quippy smile comment. Yeah. She was always in charge. Like she did great, but yes, mm-hmm. I don't fully understand her role. So like her grabbing guy and saying, Come on, let's do this. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. So like what's your what's your bet on the if we haven't seen vision in three years when's the next time we see gaia like i don't i don't know where they're gonna fit her in unless like she's in the marvels i don't think i don't know I, I, I don't expect that but i don't know yeah i don't i can't imagine she's in the yeah i don't i really don't think we're gonna see her again <laughs> uh, um, she, she might like pop in when they need help at, in like you know once we get to secret war or the king dynasty they might be like holding her off until then until you need another heavy hitter but yeah i don't know where where she's gonna fit yeah i just i think it's just gonna be another situation in which it's just another thing we we talk about in a couple years and say hey remember gaia and everyone's gonna go no you know khaleesi Mm -hmm. marvel khaleesi yeah i forgot she was in this marvel daenerys Marvel Daenerys. Yeah, I I mean, I just, I don't see a reason for her to come back. And the fact that they overpowered her to the level that they did, mm-hmm. I don't think they can bring her back. She might pop up like in a test tube somewhere being studied. Mm-hmm. And she'll be like a cameo in a background floating in a vial of water. Right. And she'll be being studied. But I just, yeah, I don't know where any of these people come back. I don't know when we see Olivia Coleman's character again. I can't imagine I can't imagine them in the Marvels based on I've been just looking at that last trailer of the Marvels and having like showing a villain who's doing stuff. Right. Like that's enough already. Yeah, their own so thing going on. They're gonna have their own that. thing. I can see where like Priscilla and Nick Fury are gonna be kind of like focused on. Mm-hmm. But I don't see how anybody else can fit in. I feel like that's enough. Yeah. Because if you're adding Miss Marvel, you're adding Blue Marvel, you're adding Captain Marvel. Right. Nick Fury, his mm-hmm. scroll wife. Other scrolls, yeah. Other scrolls. Really, like that's really room for Gaia at the moment. There's Yeah, there's just no room mm-hmm. for her in that. And I feel like they wouldn't have put her in it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think they think that far ahead. Probably not. Because if they were both done at the same time, that means they were being made at the same time, which means very little communication happened between the two. So I don't think. But yeah, I don't think we see her again. I think we will. I just don't. I can't predict when. I can't see it anytime soon. Um, Yeah, and, and you're probably right, because I can't even imagine what an Avengers movie looks like. Like, I know we have Avengers King's Dynasty is the first one. Yeah, in like 2025 or however long it got pushed back to. Or yeah, I mean, at this rate, with between actors and writers being on strike, it might be 2030. But, <laughs> like, I don't even know what that movie looks like. Like, going into the original Avengers, you knew the big five. Sure. And then you added in some more for proceeding, but you always had that, like, core cast. Well, who's the core cast for Kang's Dynasty? Like, who are going to be the core Avengers? think the ones you can pick out that you think for sure will be there is like sam 
Captain America, Sam Wilson. Yeah. Um, Doctor Strange, probably Shuri, Black Panther. Um, if he's Forgot still around, if, yeah, if he's still hanging around, like Tom Holland, Spider Man, depending on what he's doing, and like I don't know, one of the Thors, if it's either Chris Hemsworth if he retires, if not, then Jane Foster, Thor, but like probably them. But didn't she but, die? No, she, she died at the end of that movie. Yeah, but she's they showed her in Valhalla. She'll come oh, back. Oh, I didn't sit through the credits. Well, spoiled it for you. <laughs> you did not. I do remember I do remember like hearing yeah. that after the fact, but yeah, I couldn't sit there any longer. So I needed yeah. to go. So either her or or Thor, I mean who knows how long Chris Hemsworth has left left and Star Lord's hanging out on Earth now after Guardians of the Galaxy. So I mean they'll cobble something together, but it's not clear at the moment of what that really truly looks like. Um, the only one I could know for sure would be Sam Wilson, Captain America. Everyone else is kind of like, maybe who knows what's going to be going on at that time. Uh, but it's definitely going to be a different looking team than we're used to. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. and if, if you think about all these like main characters that are these in- introductory characters from Disney plus shows, you're like, okay, are we getting Kate Bishop? Is she Hulk gonna be there? Are we having regular Hulk? Mark Ruffalo's still around, right? You're gonna put Moon Knight in a movie, actually? Right. No. Moon Knight needs to just go away. Um <laughs> I do not need to see anything with Moon Knight again. That was the biggest disappointment of all of these Ooh. Disney Plus shows. Chris coming out swinging. It's it's at the bottom of my list. I, that I like hate watched that show. Well, do you have do you we don't have to go through a full list but where then would you kind of put this secret invasion and i think we've had like eight shows now right wandavision falcon loki i just said i wasn't going to do a list but now i'm doing a list um yeah wandavision falcon winter soldier loki what else did we have in there? I'm pulling up a list for you. Yeah, pull it up. Oh, God. Hawkeye, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Falcon Winter Soldier, What If. Ugh. Oh, God, I forgot about it. They did, they did a second <laughs> season of What If, didn't they? Yeah, but it's not. It has never released. It's not out. I think that's some down the line oh i thought they already released it Mm-mm. so yes what if secret invasion she hulk falcon and the winter soldier miss marvel loki moon knight hawkeye wandavision so there's been like nine eight or nine i don't know where yes. do you where do you where do you kind of place secret invasion top middle bottom middle it's middle. probably like a four it's probably like Somewhere between four and six, if I really sat and thought about it. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I think my top, I think still really the best one for me was Falcon and Winter Soldier. Really? I think so. That's cool. (laughs) Why? I don't think many people say that. But no, it was good. Liked it. I mean, everything else is way worse than that. 
You like you didn't like Loki? I thought you liked Loki. I, Loki's up there. Loki, you know what? Loki probably was the best one. Okay. I probably can looking through the looking through the list again. I know I really enjoyed Loki. I really enjoyed Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. I really did enjoy Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, there were some really cool moments in that. WandaVision fits in there. Probably Secret Invasion comes after that. Um, sure. I did I did enjoy She-Hulk as well. I had a lot of fun watching She-Hulk. It was definitely I think, different. I think we like She-Hulk better than most. Yes. So She-Hulk. I, like, I liked She-Hulk. I don't if care I, what anybody said. Yeah. If I really sat here and mm-hmm. really ranked out a list, we're kind of doing this off the cuff. But if I really did, She-Hulk would probably be surprisingly higher mm-hmm. than expected because I had fun with She-Hulk for what it was. Who knew you would have like She-Hulk up in your top and then like Moon Knight as maybe one of your worst yeah, Moon Knight. I did not enjoy Moon Knight. I liked the first episode, and it just went yeah. to shit after that for me. Um, I can't tell you a thing that happened in it. I just remember like giant pharaohs having a Power Rangers battle it by pyramids. Um, I enjoyed Oscar Isaac. He's always great. The concept was cool. Just I don't. I just there was nothing. I once again, it could be my expectations that I was looking for like a Batman type Daredevil. story. And but something that was going to be darker and violent because that's what they told us it was going to be, and then it wasn't. Yeah. Um, there were lots of just things that went against it. Where if I watch it again, maybe there might be more substance to it than I thought. But there were just a lot of things against it mm-hmm. for me. That Moon Knight just doesn't just did not do it for me. Miss Marvel didn't do it for me. No, I uh, uh, I'm I'm similar. I probably put it around the middle, but like maybe the lower part of the middle. Um, I definitely liked it better than Miss Marvel. I liked it probably better than Moon Knight. Um, I definitely liked it better than What If. What If to me is the worst one. Sorry, yeah. everyone. Um, you know, and my my favorites are similar to you. I think still my favorites WandaVision at the end of the day. Uh, Loki's good. I like yeah. I like those things, but yeah, Secret um, Invasion's probably like I, as I'm looking through this list and realizing there's only nine things on it. Mm-hmm. it's probably more towards the bottom yeah it's like like i said what not... if i I was bored with miss marvel i was bored with and probably secret invasion drops there yeah it's probably like seven i was gonna say six or seven would it's be... probably thinking through because like i said i enjoyed she hulk i enjoyed i enjoyed everything else to a, a level wandavision i almost feel like i need to watch again but for whatever reason that one for me has dropped it was the one I was most excited for, and then I felt like for a while it was like, man, WandaVision was so good. And then, I don't know, I feel like the more stuff that they've done in the MCU has tarnished it. I, you got that bad um, multiverse of madness taste in your mouth. <laughs> that, a little bit. That kind of, that kind of turned you off of uh, Scarlet it, Witch. It undid a lot of yeah. WandaVision. A lot of, lot of emotion, a lot of things that WandaVision did right. Multiverse yeah. of Madness ruined. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's probably, I'm sure I'm not alone with that theory. That's part of it for you. Makes sense. But yes, Secret Invasion, probably seven. Something like so that. I did enjoy it, but not as much as other MCU shows for whatever reason. And mostly I think it was just the writing, the way yeah. in which they went about things. And it's the curse of the MCU of doing things at the same time, not communicating. I remember there was some interview with Elizabeth Olsen being asked about some movie while she was filming. And she's like, we did that in WandaVision. Did you not see that? And they're like, oh, we don't, we haven't watched WandaVision. You know, like 
one of those things where there's a lot going on. I think that this show was kind of cursed with that, yeah. where there was just a lot going on and they just kind of did things to do stuff. And it was a lot of shock value. It was yeah. Jerry Springer, man. It was, let's just say what we want to say, do what we want us to do. Like I kind of said, like the their big thing I feel like they tried to do was the roadie surprise to get to everyone, and it didn't make sense the way they did it. And that's no. just that's just a bad like construction of a plot of a yeah. show. And yeah. just when things don't make sense to that level and and just are so like such a stretch, like it's such a stretch for me to be buying what you guys are showing me. That just takes me out of it. And I'm like I can't even really enjoy this because it's like no. so. I think that kind of suffered from this. Like I said, I was entertained for the most part. I sat and watched it uh, when it came on. I watched it weekly. I wasn't bored for the most part, except when it was really boring. But um, right. <laughs> I, I, I followed along and I don't know. It was just there. It's a piece of the MCU that I'll probably never revisit again. But, you know, it's fine. It is what it is. Secret Invasion. So then last question. Yep. What did this show do for you going into the Marvels in November? Uh, I guess, where was your interest level in the Marvels to begin with? Sadly low. So is mine, so you don't have to... Yeah. Like I'm, It looks fun. I did enjoy Captain Marvel for what it was. Um, I, I don't have as much hate for that as a lot of people do. I did have fun with it. I liked seeing the young Nick Fury. I liked all the 90s nostalgia. You know, I thought that, that was all done well. Um, overall, was fine with that movie. But yeah, I'm just not... I haven't seen enough Miss Marvel like Carol Danvers to really like need to see her again. And like I said, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel's Kamala. Oh yeah. And Miss Marvel, like I said, I really like the girl that they cast and she might be better in the movie setting. She might be. She might um, be. I'm then, willing to give that a chance. Than the show. So like there's aspects to it that I think it could be surprising, but with the MCU's track record and just my lower interest in this and then Secret Invasion kind of being what it was, mm -hmm. it, my interest in the Marvels is pretty low. I'm down on the MCU, man, honestly, right now. And I hate to admit it. Like, I don't like saying those words because I loved it so, so much for so many years. But um, just it's it's the 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 direction just seems so kind of all over the place. And they're trying to throw so many things at the wall to see what sticks. So it's hard to be excited for for this. I knew Guardians of the Galaxy three was going to be good because that's James Gunn doing his thing, yeah. You know, and that that felt it's part of it, but it, that was separate. Like, let's just admit it. Let's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume three is its own thing. That's its own series and trilogy, and doesn't have to depend on what what's going on in the rest of the timeline or other characters. They he don't give a shit about all that. He just made the movie he wanted to make, and it was fantastic. Yeah. But out, outside of that, it's like, man, you. The, just the 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 grind and the struggle to get from Endgame to to now has been rough, and but I'm I'm hanging with it because I like these characters and I will I like what's I like you know comic books and I like Marvel, so yeah. it's like I want I want to see these live action things, but it's just kind of been uh, hard, so it's hard to get excited for the Marvels. Um, I'm sure I'll see it. I don't know how with what kind of urgency I'll see it, but I'm sure yeah. I will. Um, I don't know. Did you see that thing about uh, theaters like denying the denying this movie IMAX theaters? No, because of all the because of all the uh, delays and shit, it's gonna be out mm. not long after Dune two, mm -hmm. and all these theaters are like, we promised 
all these IMAX theaters to Dune 2 for five to six weeks. So Ooh. so Marvel's has no IMAX theaters. <laughs> I was like, 10 years ago, nobody would have ever done that to a Marvel movie. For now, Dune? No. Right. And now the all these, uh, you know, movie theater studios are just like, eh, a Marvel movie or Dune? Yeah, we're going to stick with Dune for our IMAX theaters. It's kind of crazy. Hey, at the rate that the world's going, Oppenheimer might still be having those IMAX screens come November. I know, right? I still can't get in to see that movie. I still tried two weeks now in a row, and it's just like sold out across the board. I don't know why they made that movie so damn hard to go see. No Oppenheimer for you. Nope. Barbie. And Can you go see Barbie yet? No. Yeah. I need the hype to die down. I need, like I said, it's it's packed. Movie theater has been packed the last two weekends. So now I think now I think I'm already talking with my sister going to see. Uh, mutant mayhem next week so yeah and then, then like I said now that i'm like two weeks past i'm like eh, this be on i'll have <laughs> it on tv soon enough it'll be it, on, you know uh, yeah it'll be on a streamer here in a couple weeks i mean paramount just got transformers rise of the beasts that just came out in theaters what a month ago so flash is probably going to hit hbo by the end of august yep if not sooner that's already that was digital in what three weeks Mission Impossible yeah. will be on Paramount by October, August. The world we live in now. Yeah, so it's like, why say, you spend forty bucks to go to the movies, or yeah, wait until it's at home and I just watch it. Yeah. It so is. yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But I think we've talked enough about the MCU and Secret yeah. Invasion. You have any final thoughts? No, man. Just uh, I think we said it all. So no final thoughts. I agree. I agree. It's a thing. Yes, it is a thing. We will be back talking about whatever we're going to talk about next week. We haven't figured it out yet, so we're going to figure that out. We definitely wanted to make sure we were here for the Secret Invasion finale. Make sure you don't miss whatever secret topic we talk about next week by like, subscribing, and following us across podcasts and social media services. Make sure you subscribe to us over on YouTube so you can see our faces and we can wave at you and you can be like, hey... And uh, Raise the Geek across the board. Just search Raise the Geek. You will find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, threads. Yeah. Threads. <laughs> you heard us. We're on threads. Threaders. Um, YouTube. Do all of those things. And if you just want to you know, ask us a question or join the conversation, you can also email us at raisethegeek at gmail.com. But I think that's going to do it for us this week. So for Raise the Geek, I'm Chris. And I'm done. And thanks for checking out the show. Where geek is all we speak.